worship on Holy Week Monday, and uh, Holy Week is so special, and I'm glad we're getting to do this in person. I was, I was talking to someone earlier and, and thinking about where we were a year ago for Holy Week. Uh, we were sort of like the disciples, huddled behind closed doors out of, uh, out of fear. And, and this year feels different, and I hope it does to you too. Um, Holy Week is so important because we, we're kind of walking the steps that Jesus walked, and we remember everything about what our Lord did for us, not just Easter resurrection, but we remember everything. And that's, um, that's so important for us. So welcome. This year for Holy Week, we are, we're, it's kind of Friends and Neighbors Week. We are getting um, speakers from our, our close friends and neighbors. So the next, uh, today and tomorrow and Wednesday are, all, are gonna be Christ Central days. Our friends from Christ Central uh, United Methodist Church are gonna be speaking. And Kevin Asbury is our speaker today. Uh, Laura Satterfield will be uh, the children's director, will be speaking tomorrow. And, and then my old friend, uh, Reverend Billy York will be uh, preaching on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, we have uh, Matt Smith from Southside United Methodist Church. And then Friday, um, Dee Dowdy from Rainbow City First United Methodist Church. So um, it's, we've got a good week coming up. I want to just invite you, if you don't have uh, another service to go to, Thursday night, we will have Maundy Thursday Communion and it will be at six o'clock right here. You are welcome to come and join us for Monday Thursday Communion. Um, but right now, uh, I wanna invite you to stand and sing a hymn with me that the words are gonna be up there for you, but I'll just bet you already know them. Amazing Grace, will you stand and sing with me?
I want to say welcome and thank you to those who are worshiping with us uh, by live stream today. And if you are worshiping with us by live stream, if you'll say hello to us in the comments, it, it helps us to know who is worshiping with us by live stream. Um, we pray for each other, and I, I want to ask you to now continue to pray for each other. We have been, and we continue to pray for each other. Um, if you have a prayer request, then you can send it to us, or you can jot it down on a piece of paper and drop it in one of our offering plates and, and let us know. We have a, a prayer team that, e even though they haven't been able to meet together in person and pray, uh, they've continued to pray for one another. I have a special request I'd like for you to uh, remember our friends in the Ohatchee area who had the storm damage. Um, our church is, is feeding 150 volunteers right as we speak uh, in Ohatchee, and there's gonna be a lot of need for, um, for that community. And uh, uh, Reagan's Chapel United Methodist Church was completely destroyed, and I don't know if any of y'all have seen the pictures of it. It's just, it's just devastating. It looks like a, a bomb was dropped on it. Um, so, there's a lot of need in that community, so please remember our friends. If you can help and you can volunteer, uh, then then do so. All right. And any other needs that you have, send them send them to us, and we'll pray for you. Let's pray right now. Thank you for this beautiful day, and thank you so much, Lord, for what you did for us. We remember the path that you walked, Holy Week. And we know, Lord, that you knew where you were going. It wasn't a surprise to you that the path would lead uh, to the cross. And there was no limit to the love that, that you had for us. And it went all the way through Calvary and, and it came all the way through and conquered death and the grave. Thank you, Lord, that we can can worship together. Uh, we pray for our friends who are still uh, unable to get out, for those who would like to be here with us but don't feel like they can. And Lord, we pray for those who are grieving today, uh, the loss of property and life. We pray for all of those volunteers who are helping in the Ohatchee area for them to put back their lives together and to have a little hope and help in these times of need. We pray, Lord, that as we worship together, that your Holy Spirit would be with Kevin as he brings the message, and that it would be something that we all take in and apply to our hearts and learn and grow together. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our special music today is going to be from our uh, wonderful pianist uh, Rhonda Robinson. We have great music here and, and we, we love to share it. So Rhonda's going to play something for us now and right after she does that then Kevin is going to bring the message.
Good afternoon. It is so good to be with all of you, and I'm thankful to, to be here. And uh, it's, it's good to see a lot of familiar faces, even behind masks. Uh, it's, 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 I know who you are. Um, don't take that as like a negative thing. It's good to see all of you, and I'm thankful to be here uh, with all of you guys. My name is Kevin Asbury, and I serve as the associate pastor at Christ Central Church. And, and with that, uh, I also serve as the uh, youth minister there. Um, this, this time, this, these Holy Week services here at First Methodist, they've been a uh, part of my life for a long time. Um, I've, I've been coming to them and, and I've participated a, a few times with, with music and whatnot. So I'm just, I'm just thankful that uh, Sam saw it fit to, to ask me to, to come and to be a part. And, and speak, Sam, I, I need to mention this. We already talked about this some, but I, I, I think about you often and pray for you often because anybody who has to put up with Andy Arnell, <laughs> he's, we're, we're going to say that he is evangelizing on Bourbon Street right now, um, but you can fill in the blanks if you want to. Would you all pray with me as we get started this afternoon? God, I thank you so much. I thank you so much for this week and what it means and the direction that it takes. So God, I pray that this time together is, is part of walking step by step with you towards the cross and towards new life. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. I said before uh, that I was thankful for the invitation to be here, and, and I am, and I hope that with the direction that I'm about to go, that, that maybe that invitation or future invitations are not um, removed. So I, I, I want to, I know it's Holy Week, but I want to talk about Christmas for just a minute. Before you walk out the back, just, you, you can't have Easter without Christmas. They kind of go together, but the whole thing's not going to be about that. I just need, to, need to, to explain something a little bit. This year when the Christmas season rolled around, uh, I, I had a plan in mind for my family. Each weeknight in December, my wife, Cleary, and, and my little boy, Lane, he just turned three uh, this, past, uh, this past Saturday. They're at the beach right now, living it up. Uh, we have another one on the way, so that's always fun, of course. But I had a plan for us that what we were going to do during the Christmas season, during the month of December, is each night we were going to get together as a family and we were going to watch a different Christmas movie together. Uh, ABC Family or Freeform, whatever, I don't know what the station is now, um, but that, that, that station was going to help us because they put out this thing every year. Uh, it's the 25 days of Christmas, and each day has a different Christmas movie that it plays. This was perfect. It, I, I thought it was going to work out really well. Um, and, and although there were, there were a lot of great movies, there was some rearranging that I knew I was going to have to do because for me, I can't watch Home Alone 1 and 2 uh, I can't watch those or Christmas Vacation until we're really, really close to Christmas. Then I can, I can watch those. It's just part of my thing. I know you probably have your traditions as well. So that was the plan. And quite frankly, uh, I thought that it was a great plan. For me, doing this was more than just making sure that we watched some movies. Cleary looked at me like I was crazy when I revealed this incredible idea, probably because I did not consult her before I came up with this plan. Um, but I, 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 she looked at me like I was crazy, but, but this is the way that I explained 
this decision that, that, that I had made. This is the why for trying to carve out that time for my family. I remembered former Christmas seasons and how fast, how fast that time of year seemed to get away from us as a family. So this was an intentional effort to slow that down. I'd love to tell you, I would love, I'd love to tell you right now that that plan went like it was carried out to a T. I'd love to tell you it was a great success and it was the most wonderful thing ever, um, but I would be lying and I hear that we're not supposed to do that. I'd say that we were probably about 20% successful, and that may be generous. 20 per, if 20% was success, that would have made school a lot easier for me, um, but 20% in this, in this, this just, it was not successful, not successful at all. See, the plan that uh, was made uh, would, would, would then get interrupted by someone calling and saying, hey, do you guys want to go eat dinner? Do y'all want to come over to the house? Hey, we're going here. Do, do y'all want to go with us? Or I would have a meeting at the church. Or I would get home late from, uh, from a Wednesday night youth gathering. Or maybe we didn't get dinner done in time. And by the time we got dinner done, it was time to give Lane a bath. And then it's, let's, let's hope and pray that we can get his pajamas on him and get him to bed. The laundry was really piling up. The dishes didn't get done. Lane just wasn't having a good night. We were just too tired. You all know how that goes, right? This isn't what just happens with our Christmas movie night plans. This is oftentimes what an average week is like for all of us. We make a plan and there's all kinds of things that then come into the picture and compete with that plan. So Christmas rolls around and it is, it is a different time, to say the least. Thank you, COVID. But the significance of the season and the significance of the day was, was not lost on me. But neither was the fact that the plan that I had made uh, with my family was completely blown out of the water. As I think back about that plan, I, I can't help but try to figure out why. What, what happened? Why, what happened to that plan? Why did that plan not work? The realization that I come to is this. While there were a lot of things that happened that week that were completely out of my control, completely out of my control, there were just as many things that we let happen that ended up robbing the time that I had tried to carve out for my family. We didn't have to go to the dinner. I'm real bad at saying no, like really bad at saying no. We didn't have to go to the dinner. I didn't have to schedule the meeting when I did. If I'd have done a better job at keeping up with the dishes and the laundry, I'm terrible at that. If I'd done better with that, then maybe we would have had more time. If we could have decided what we wanted for dinner without having to like, you know, hey, give me five options and I'll narrow it down to four and so on and so forth, maybe we would have had more time. You get the idea. In large part, this plan didn't work because I did not protect the space that was carved out as I should have. It's a tough reality, but, but it's the truth. So this Lenten season, this Lenten season is, is steadily moving forward day by day. 
the Monday of Holy Week. And as Sam mentioned earlier, and we've talked about, we are this week walking step by step with Jesus towards the cross. Maybe when Ash Wednesday came, you made some commitments for the season. And maybe you're doing really, really well with that. And that is awesome. Maybe you've struggled a bit. Maybe you made a great plan at the beginning of this journey. Maybe you made a great plan and you're struggling and and you're beating yourself up because that plan just hasn't worked out. Welcome to my life. But what I want to tell you is don't beat yourself up. Like, it's okay. It is Holy Week. It is Monday. It is a new week. It is a new day. And the question is, what will you do from here? What is your next step? Will you let everything else that is going on this week determine your focus for this week? I ask you that again. Will you let everything else that is going on this week determine your focus? Or, I'm going to read from John chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made from pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. When the great crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priest planned to put Lazarus to death as as well, since it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting and were believing in Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Maybe you remember Mary and Martha. I've I've really, as I've prepared uh, for for this day, I've I've really enjoyed digging back into their story. And walking with them and and their journey and their experience, their relationship with Jesus. Martha, this was not the first time that that Martha had opened her home to Jesus. She had opened her home to Jesus before. And Mary sat at Jesus' feet listening to everything he said as, as Martha busily hurried around to be sure everything that needed to be taken care of was taken care of. Mary and Martha had a brother, Lazarus, that we just heard about. He died, and after some time, not, not quick enough, you remember, for Mary and Martha. After some time, Jesus came to give Lazarus 
new life. I, I know we could say that Jesus raised him from the dead, and, and that is true, but I just think in Holy Week, I just love using the words new life. Jesus gave Lazarus new life, but, but not before Mary. Not before Mary distraught, spent some more time at Jesus' feet. If you read that passage, it's shortly after that that we see how moved Jesus is by how distraught the community is over Lazarus' death. And, and it says that Jesus himself wept. And now here we are again with Mary and Martha. Martha is serving again as we would expect her to. And again, are you noticing a theme here? Again, we find Mary at Jesus' feet. But this time, it was a little bit different. This time, she was pouring out expensive perfume and, and wiping Jesus' feet with her hair. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong a lot. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems that in this incredible act of love and devotion that Mary was pouring out so much more than perfume. It seems like Mary wanted to pour out everything that she was, her whole heart to Jesus, the, the one who had given new life to her brother. But in that moment, in, in all that she wanted to pour out and all that she wanted to say, all she could think of to do was that action of, of finding one of her most treasured things and just saying, Jesus, it's all for you. This is the only way that I know to express myself in this moment. It was an extravagant gift and, and it was an extravagant moment again at Jesus' feet. It was so incredible and so profound that Mary herself couldn't even fully comprehend the magnitude of her actions, but Jesus did. Whatever Mary's intentions were, Jesus took them a step further. Isn't that how grace works? That whatever our intentions are, as honest as they might be, that when you pair God's grace with that, it takes it a step further. And as Judas makes his commentary, and maybe the other disciples look on with this disapproving glare, Jesus took that offering a step further in saying, leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. What a moment. Can you imagine Jesus had given new life to Mary's brother and in her gratitude she anoints the feet of the one who would make new life possible for the whole world. We can have those moments too. My hope and prayer for all of us this Holy Week is that we will have moments like that. Moments where we sit at the feet of Jesus and we pour ourselves out in gratitude for the life that he offers to each of us and to the whole world. Don't you know that Mary had a lot going, in her, going on in her life at that time? Passover is coming. I'm sure there was a, a lot to do, but she created the space and made the time. She didn't care what others would think. She didn't care uh, about Judas's commentary. She didn't care about what the other disciples may have thought. She didn't care that, that maybe, you know, Martha was going to get on to her again and say, look, this is entirely too much time at Jesus' feet. You need to be helping me out. She didn't care about any of those things. 
This Holy Week is going to be busy for many of you as well. There's a lot going on. For many parents, it's, it's spring break and, and you've got kids that want to do this and to do that and to go here and to go there. Or maybe if you're a grandparent, you've got grandkids and they want to do this and do that and go here and go there. For a lot of you, uh, uh, work, the work week doesn't stop just because it's spring break or just because it's Holy Week. But, but look at where you are now. And so simply being here is already an effort to make that time, to carve out that time. In addition to that, what also invades our mind this, this Easter season, this Holy Week, is there's this, this debate on, on what are we going to do for Easter? What is my family going to do uh, for, for Easter? Are we going to get together? Do we have family over? Do we not? Well, who's been vaccinated and, and, and should we put some people over here or put some people over there? Could, could we have Easter lunch or dinner outside? Will the, if we do that, will the weather cooperate and pollen? Oh my gosh, the pollen. Will this person or, or that person show up? I kind of hope they don't show up. Maybe we should just sit tight. Just one more. Just, just, just one more holiday that we've, that we've, that we've got to kind of take a step back and, and, and evaluate. Maybe we just sit tight this year and be on the safe side. And pay attention to the hope that is all around us. It's a lot. It's a lot. And if you aren't careful, as we let all these things get involved in our lives this week, our Holy Week might end up just like my Christmas plans. Or we could take Mary's lead. There will be times this week where it is important to be like Martha. There's things that have got to get done. And scripture tells us that Jesus loved them both. But be sure to take time to be like Mary and sit at the feet of Jesus and reflect on this journey and the work that Jesus has accomplished on the cross, to reflect on the hope and new life that that brings, to pour yourself out in devotion and gratitude for all that he is. May we make time to sit at his feet this week in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Kevin. I needed that uh, a, a lot today. I was reminded by, uh, about some words from Dallas Willard, who is um, one of the spiritual formation heroes of mine. I love his writings. And he is famous for saying, ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Um, just think about that. And then I was also reminded uh, about an old hymn that we used to sing growing up, and this is gonna be our benediction today. Take time to be holy. Amen.